for the week of August 1st, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. Now you're playing with power. Super power. It's Josh. It's Josh. It's another outdoorsy episode. Look at it. It's so outdoorsy and it's so nice and there's, there's, uh, the birds are chirping and the wind's blowing and, oh gosh. First shift of the factory just got out. <laughs> it's actually their lunch break, so there'll be oh. a lot of people in and out. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's People a walking up and down. I, I, I mean, we talked about this last time uh, we grew up here, or we, we grew up here. Last time uh, we podcasted out here, I grew up in this area. Yeah. And so this is like a very familiar scene to me. The Pretty strange. People yeah. coming in and out of lunch and stuff. Yeah. I took the back road over, uh, Riverside Drive, you know. Oh, sure. Took yeah, that yeah. over on the, on the way here. Oh, yeah. My old hood. Anyway, uh, that aside, it's another one of those uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel news weeks. So just bear <laughs> with me. I'm going to do my best. Here's your news. There isn't just a plethora of information out there to be had for all the gaming stuff going on. There's nothing. Uh, so we're going to talk sales numbers. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Are you going to talk about a system that just surpassed the Sega Dreamcast in all-time sales for consoles? Uh, maybe. Uh, How P- dare you? The PS5? How dare you? The PS5 has sold 10 million units worldwide since its launch in November, reaching that number faster than any other console made by Sony. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. Uh, they reached this milestone on July 18th, 249 days after its launch. Uh, by comparison, Sony announced on August 12th, 2014, that 10 million PS4 consoles had been sold 271 days. So, hmm. you know, about, about 30 days, about a month after. or about Yeah, so they beat it by about a month. Uh, the PS3, on the other hand, uh, announced in October 2008 uh, that it expected that console, which launched almost a year prior, to reach 10 million units. So it took it a while. Yeah. Well, it was uh, almost yep. two years. Oh, you're right. Look at that. The, the yeah, PS3 you got it. Was 2006. That was I. Re- I remember that kind of sitting on shelves after it came out, and when people were like, "Well, how about some games, guys?" <laughs> yeah. And, and the 360 I mean, and the Wii were kind of like we're rocking all sorts of games, and the yeah. PS3 just had you know. Well, and it had the $600 price tag, yeah, which didn't, that was rough. didn't help. The 3DO uh, effect was in full effect. The PS2, the PS2, which was the greatest selling console of all time, shipped 10 million units as of March 23rd, 2001, more than a year after that system's launch. So, Holy cow. Look at that, man. Look at that. They're, the PS5's just... I, I, can't, I can't even say flying off shelves because it doesn't even make it to the shelves. It doesn't even make it to the shelves. That's pretty amazing, though. I'm curious about how the Xbox Series X is doing in, in comparison because they're similar situations. They don't really hit the shelves either. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I can tell you that it takes a little longer for them to fly off the not shelves. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, it's our, it's our it's, it's again, uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. That means well, it's time for Pokemon news. Oh, God. Uh, Netflix is developing a live-action Pokemon series akin to the uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie. So the series also follows Netflix's ongoing push to attract anime fans, and you know, including live-action adaptations of uh, popular franchises such as Cowboy Bebop, starring John Cho and Danielle Panetta, uh, which will premiere this fall, and One Piece. I didn't realize this was happening. An adaptation of that is also in development. So nothing really known about it other than it's going to be in the same style as uh, Detective Pikachu, um, which grossed $433 million. Well, worldwide. Yeah. You know. uh, still, that's, that's, that's half a billion dollars. For, mind-boggling, right? For Pokemon 
movie. Pokemon. Anyways, Pokemon. Pokemon's the thing still. Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, maybe that maybe that gives us hope for a Digimon movie, John. <laughs> a live action Digimon movie. One can only hope. Uh, other Pokemon news. Uh, there's a significant update coming to Pokemon Snap. This update will bring three additional areas and 20 new Pokemon. Uh, will be coming out on August 3rd, so later this week. Uh, three new areas to explore. Uh, Secret Side Path, Mighty Wide River, and Barren Badlands. So, You know, that's cool. That's actually really cool, and that is an advantage to newer game consoles and newer gaming things, because how cool would it have been back in the N64 era to have a Pokemon Snap, and then four months after its release, yeah. it's like, hey, there's a new level. Yeah, and it's a, and this is a free DLC, too. So um, in, uh, cool. in Secret Side Path, you can shrink down to the size of an ant and get up close and personal with a bunch of giant Pokemon. Uh, so now even the tiniest of Pokemon will look large. Wow. That's the end of our Pokemon news. I'm, uh, I'm blown away by this so far. This is my Josh uh, news pick of the week. Oh, my God. Uh, it's the best I could find for you. Uh, Picross S. You a Picross fan at all? Um, you know what? The you know a little bit. Well, my favorite Picross game was Tongue Man's Logic. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, I liked the Konami one that came out on phones uh, a couple of years ago because it had all sorts of Konami and Hudson uh, references in it. That was pretty neat. Uh, but anyway, Picron, Picross S Mega Drive and Mark III edition what? will launch for the Switch uh, via the eShop this week on August fifth for 10 bucks. Hey, that's kind of cool. So, uh, select characters have been chosen to debut as Picross puzzles from Sega's classic consoles, the Master System and the Sega Genesis. Uh, so there there are like 59 different games that are uh, that are going to be featured. Jesus. Um, and I'm not going to name them all, but we've got the obvious ones like Alex Kidd, Alien Soldier, Alien Storm, Beyond Oasis, Columns, Comic Zone, Dynamite Heady, Golden Axe, all those games. Mm. Fantasy Star, all those. Shinobi, the Sonic game, Streets of Rage. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man. So, huh. I've, 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 you know, Picross is fun. It's, uh, it, you know, it's nothing that I really get into that much. You know, it's like playing Sudoku or whatever. Yeah, know? true. <laughs> it, it, is, it is fun in, like, sm- I, when, it, when it, you get past those first few, like, uh, the, the beginner's levels, and then they yeah. give you, like, 30 across and 30 down, and you're like, well... This is this is a bit of a challenge now. I'm yeah, not sure, I'm not sure I'm in love with it anymore. I feel dumb. <laughs> I feel dumb. That's it for the news. Time for the new releases. Oh my god, I'm excited. Well, don't be too excited, Josh, because there isn't much coming out this week. Uh, Grime for Stadia and PC. Grime. Stadia and PC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lemnus Gate. For uh, looks like all consoles except for the Switch. Lemnus Gate. Lemnus Gate. Damn. The ramp for PC. No idea. Just, might, maybe it's just a big like Hot Wheels ramp or something. Huh. The ramp. The ramp. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened for the are Switch. These, are these like touch games? Are these like phone <laughs> games? I don't know, man. Uh, my time at Porsche is coming out, <laughs> or is it Portia? Looks like Porsche to me. Uh, coming out on mobile phones, <coughs> and I then you pronounce it Porsche, John. P- Porsche. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Falconeer coming out for PlayStation Four, Five, and the Switch. That game, I think I have seen. Huh. Uh, I don't care though. That is. That is a that is scraping the barrel, man. That is a light light week, but huh. fortunately, there's plenty of stuff to play out there. Time for Dale and his retro recap. 
Hey, hey, Mojo Weekly listeners, this is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro video game re-releases, remasters, and remakes. Let's get to it. Hitting physically, we have Darius First, another Chronicles EX Plus for the Switch and PS4. And that version is based primarily off the original arcade release with four game modes and new content and soundtrack editions as well. The limited run games physical release this week is Super Meat Boy, a reissue of the classically brutal notorious platformer from over a decade ago on the Switch, PS4, and Vita. And uh, the PS4 and Switch standard editions will be available for open pre-order, but the uh, Vita version and the collector's edition of the PS4 and Switch versions will have a limited thousand copies of the games. Moving on to the digital releases, Darius First, another Chronicles EX Plus, is also hitting digitally for the Switch and PS4 this week. For the Arcade Archives brand, we have Nova 2001 hitting the Switch. And that game already hit digitally for the PS4 a few years ago, and, but it's just coming out on Switch. And it is space shooter inspired by Robotron 2084 that originally hit arcades in 1984. There are two G-Mode Archive releases this week. One of them is exclusively to the Japan region for Switch, and that is Kantai Kibakoa Ryosuke Jikindan Volume 5 Kurai Hako no Oi. And coming out for PC via Steam internationally, but untranslated, is Cephas Channel. According to the Retronauts recap this week, it sounded like this one is getting a little bit of a decent buzz because this is a 2008 Japanese mobile phone port like a lot of the other G-Mode Archive releases, but this one is an RPG that essentially sounds like a darker take on Earthbound with four party members, but occasionally they'll split up and go on their own little mini narrative, but you'll st- you still can't control their each and every individual party member's own adventure. Last week I mentioned how the Super Nintendo channel on the Switch had an update that added Bomboozle, Jelly Boy, and Claymates. Well, the Super Famicom channel for Japan on the Switch had an update recently that also added Bomboozle and also the Super Famicom versions of Tough Enough and from what I understand is the predecessor to the Persona games in Shin Megami Tensei If. Next up is the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Trilogy for the first three Final Fantasy games 1, 2, and 3 hitting PC via Steam and mobile platforms via iOS and Android and you can either buy them all individually with Final Fantasy 1 and 2 going for $12 and Final Fantasy 3 going for $18 or you can get the complete bundle at least on Steam that will also include the future pixel updates for Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6 for roughly $75 and that is factoring the early pre-order bonus discount. From what I've looked into these are much more improved remasters from the original versions that hit Steam which were not that well received and they will this update will be replacing those old remasters. Now unfortunately these new remasters still feature a very undesirable font and questionable user interface but there are already fixes out for the Steam version that makes the font much more traditional. And also it is worth pointing out that this is will be the first time that Final Fantasy 3 will be available in America in 2D in English. Before, the only way to play it was with the polygonal remake that hit 
in America many years ago on the DS and I believe later on the PSP, but this will be the first time you'll be able to play it in 2D in English as it was originally envisioned. Closing out is a beautiful Joe 2LP vinyl set from Ship to Store, but unfortunately it is already sold out as of this recording, but Ship to Store does reissue their records periodically, so fans of that soundtrack will want to make sure to keep that site bookmarked. Alright, that wraps up this week's lengthy update. Back to you, John and Jash. Game Spotlight, Josh. I never thought I would ever talk about this game again. Ever. Ever. Uh, no. Because uh, it's we're, we're talking about Yoshi's Crafted World for, wow. the, for the Switch, which came out, I think, like two years ago. Um, I played maybe hmm. through the first world, and then I was like, yeah, I get it. And then I sat in my game. That was enough. The Switch, or the, sat in my Switch case for the next Yoshi's two years. Yoshi's Crafted World, which is not to be confused with Kirby's knitting session. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Epic Yarn. Or Yoshi's Woolly World. I always get Yoshi's Woolly World and Yoshi's Crafted World mixed up. Because oh. they look very similar. Except Yoshi's Woolly World is all, like, ep- the Epic Yarn from Kirby. Sure. It's all, like, knitted stuff, like yarn and okay. all that stuff. Crafted World is exactly what it sounds like. It's all like these crafty things, arts and crafts, supplies and stuff that are in there to make uh, different levels. Now, this game is easy, breezy, uh, but, nice. a, but a lot of fun. And the reason really? I picked it up is because, or picked it up again, is because I finished new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Oh my God. And I got the name right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. you got it you got it right. Yeah. I finished that last week, and uh, you were on a special assignment last week, so Dave and I, I talked about that one. Um, and I wanted more platforming. I wanted more Nintendo platforming, and I <laughs> remembered, well, shit, I've got that Yoshi game sitting in my Switch case over there. I'll pop that in, and I noticed that I had just finished the first world, and there was quite a bit left, and it took me, I don't know, I would say I put maybe eight hours into this game, okay. tops. So again, very easy. Uh, very light, great for kids, but super creative and fun. Really? You know, the level design is really cool, really creative. And not only that, when you finish a level, there's plenty of reasons to go back mm-hmm. and, and do more because there's all sorts of things to collect that will then unlock other areas and whatnot. But also when you finish a level, you can go back and play that level backwards um, really? with your little poochie pup and you run through it with him. And uh, almost every level you can do that. So it, it presents like a new challenge um, with different things to collect. Once you finish the game, an entirely new world opens up that you have to have whatever it is, 30 uh, flowers or whatever to open because flowers are like the currency to unlock different worlds sure. and different levels and stuff. Um, so while it's, while it's pretty easy, um, doesn't present a lot of challenge, there's plenty of replay, replay value. Interesting. Wow. Uh, and then they've got like these little, this little, uh, what are they called? The capsule machines, right? Oh, you sure, plop yeah. a quarter in and turn it and a little capsule pops out. And, yep. Um, so anyway, uh, you can also buy all sorts of costumes for your Yoshi, which don't really do anything. I think they just maybe give you an extra hit that you can take or something, oh, but okay. I never used it. Not once. Huh. Not once. Um, because uh, it's usually like you put Yoshi in a cardboard car and then he waddles around in a cardboard car or yeah. he waddles around in like a cardboard spacesuit and whatever. Mm, okay. And I just never did. There's also uh, Amiibo 
functionality, of course. So you scan the amiibo, and then your uh, Yoshi might wind up looking a little bit like Mega Man. Really? Or like Samus, oh, or something okay. like that. You know, just like, it still looks like Yoshi, but it has the color scheme it's of those okay. characters, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was the same in uh, Wooly World as well. They did the same thing with that, and it was pretty neat. Now, was Wooly World on the Switch, or was that Wii U? Wooly, Wor- Wooly World was on the Wii U, and I believe the 3DS. Okay. I think. I think they remade it for the 3DS. Okay, I was trying to think of which systems those were for. Uh, <clears throat> Yoshi. So... What, what was it like Yoshi's Cookie or something or Yoshi <laughs> what was it like well, the first Yoshi game was just named Yoshi or something like there that there was or, Yoshi which was a puzzle game on the NES yeah and then there were yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember the first time seeing um, or even being uh, aware of Yoshi uh, I was in a Hollywood video in Stevens Point Wisconsin wow as you are yeah um, as you do uh, and <laughs> I saw this was uh, toward the 64-bit era, so the N64 was already out, but they were still renting Super Nintendo games, and they right. had Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island um, on the shelf. And like a dumbass college kid who was just too cool for school, I looked at it, and I was like, this looks fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, it just looks dumb. And I didn't even bother with it. Turns out, one of the great platform games yeah. of all time. Yeah. Uh, but a, a little while later, Yoshi's Story came out on N64. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah. and by that point, I was wiser in my ways of uh, of uh, Super Mario World Two. Sure. And, and how cool Yoshi's Island was, and so a sequel to that, man, that must be fucking amazing. Right, right. Yeah. And so I was living uh, in Stevens Point with Mo and Hilden, and uh, and we were jacked for this game. We we're like, we're gonna fucking, you know, I was a college kid, I had no money, but I'm like, I'm gonna buy this fucking game, you know. So we went out right away the day it came out, bought Yoshi's Story. We popped it in. I remember we had we popped it into the N64 in Moe's room because he had one, I think, by that time. And um, and we were just like, what is this shit? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I've never been one to be like, oh, this is a baby game or this is too kitty. But this game was nauseatingly yeah. kitty. That you know? was bullshit. It was... Uh, I actually bought an N64 for that game. <laughs> okay. I was waiting for All right, I here Mischief, I thought my story was I knew bad. Mischief Makers was cool. Yeah, Mischief was, Makers, was Makers was awesome. Because um, I wanted, you know, Gunstar Heroes or something yeah, like yeah. that. And so I got my N64 and I got uh, Yoshi's Story Day One. Yeah. And I, and I picked up Mischief Makers on the side. So I'm like, yeah. I got two platformers here. Mischief Makers is fine. Mischief it's not Makers. great. I love it. But that. it's fine. Shake, shake. I wrote, yeah. uh, Craig shake, and shake, I, shake. my friend Craig, shake, uh, shake, we were in, we, we formed a punk band at one point and we uh, wrote a song called Ultra Intergalactic Cybot G is what her name is yeah wow. uh the maid whatever anyway <laughs> yeah. yeah so you so you bought it for yoshi's yeah. story yeah and i think 35 <sighs> minutes later i beat it and i was like well that was worth 69.99 yes because jesus christ <laughs> such a shit game i was so like i just I, i'll never forget how like it took mo a long time to get over how much he hated that game like every time we talked oh, about nice. shit games yeah uh, on the podcast when when uh, Team Fremont Live first started, he would bring up Yoshi's story. You know, oh, yeah. Just like how much he fucking hated that game. Yeah. Um, and then, so after that, I was kind of done with Yoshi, and I don't think they brought him back, like, in his own game until... I think there was man, a, a Game Boy Advance or a DS Yoshi game of some kind. Yeah, I don't remember you might be right. Long. It seems like there might have been, like, some weird auto-runner... DS game or something. Yeah, something like I that. don't remember. Or I might be thinking of the Kirby one. Either way, either way, the last couple of Yoshi games have actually been pretty decent. Like yeah. Woolly World is pretty good. Crafted World, I really recommend. Um, 
if I, I wouldn't, I don't know, if you're playing it for yourself as a grown-ass adult, maybe don't pay <laughs> full price for it. Sure. But if you got kids or something, uh, it's multiplayer. You can play two players. That's cool. Um, and, uh, which I have not done, but sure. um, it's, it's a very light game, but very fun. Um, and, uh, you know, you get to beat the hell out of Baby Bowser, so that's always a good time. That's always fun, yeah. All right, Josh. So those Yoshi games, right? Yeah. The Yoshi story kind of fucked it up. Like, for real. Yeah. I mean, then, yeah. then, then there was a long absence. Long. Here's a question for you, and I don't want to make this like No, let's make question. this the last question, because I don't have question? one. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> last question time. Do you think that Yoshi's resurgence is thanks to Sony's Little Big Planet? You know what? I don't. You mean because he's got the whole knitted kind of vibe look? Just or? that look, that feel, that everything. I think Nintendo looked at that and said, "Why didn't we think of this?" <laughs> yeah, and maybe. then it was like, boom, Kirby games like that. Boom, yeah. Yoshi's games like that because there was nothing like both. Yeah. You know, uh, Kirby had a very specific style. Yoshi was dead in the water, just kind of like Yoshi's Story screwed it up so bad for yeah. the whole series. Um, that once the PS3 came out and there was Little Big Planet, Nintendo was like, "Oh my God." Yeah, look maybe. At this game. Maybe uh, I I really like those little big planet games, you know, despite the floaty controls or whatnot. Right, but yep. um, I played through all of them. Uh, that that was kind of a weak last question, I guess. Oh, right, because it kind of leaves it open. Yeah, right, oh, right. Well, so, uh, Jesus. well, I mean, let, let's yeah. let's let. Okay, uh, last week Dave and I asked, what is uh, what I asked him what his his opinion is uh, his a game that he loves that he thinks is highly underrated. I'm gonna ask you. Ooh. To more specifically talk about a B-tier platformer that you think deserves more credit. So not a Mario or a Sonic or, or you know, any of those that are kind of, we're kind of considered A-tier mascot platformers. Okay. B-tier mascot platformer right. that you think deserves more love. I don't know if it's B-tier or not, but it's third party, let's just say that much. Yeah. So it's on all the consoles. So it's not a Nintendo or a Sony official thing. But it's 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 the one that came on, came to mind when you said you beat new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yes. Did I say it right? Nice work. Holy fuck, okay. So you said you played that and then you're like, God, I would love another platformer on my yeah. Switch. It shocked me a little bit that you didn't talk about the new Rayman games because I oh, think those are good. Yeah. I think the Rayman games are all really well done yeah. since the Xbox 360 editions of like whatever what Rayman Underground or whatever it was. I, yep. the, the names are pretty generic, but yeah, they're yeah. all really good. Like Legends is spectacular. Yeah. yeah. So that would be it. Like that's a series that I think people. I I I, I thought this new Super Mario games, the new U, then Win on the Wii, whatever, yep. they were okay. Yep. But they certainly aren't Super Mario World and Super Mario Three. Like to me, they are not. That so so all. Dave and I had this conversation a little bit last week not sure Damn. if you heard but i do believe that new super mario brothers u deluxe deserves to stand up there really with the best of them yeah it's, it's that slidey floaty like yep. it's, it's super mario 64 but in 2d yeah it's uh, uh it's it's better so it's of the new super mario brothers games uh it's the best of the bunch easily okay. and i think it stands right up there with world and three Really? Like in that category, may not might not be better than them, but it's it it's, does, there, it's in the conversation. It's up there. I think you're a little more accepting than I am. I'm a stub- <laughs> I'm a much. I'm I'm like 20 years older than you. So I'm, <laughs> far, I'm far more stubborn on that. What are you like three years younger than me? I don't I even think know. So, something like that. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I think you're right. Rayman doesn't get enough credit. The first couple Rayman games always intrigued me because I like the art style. But yeah. playing them, I wasn't crazy about them. I was like, they're eh. hard. Yeah, they're I was like, really it's hard. okay. You know, the little weird punch motion and everything. Yep. I was like, eh. Uh, when I actually played it, it reminded me of like, uh, what is it, Blick or something? Uh, Blink? Bl- no, uh, it was Blinks? like, Blick. Uh, uh, no, it was like a Saturn game, I think, or something, you know, oh, or maybe a, even a Sega CD game. Um, but it reminds oh, me of those. Flick. Flick. That's oh, yeah. the one. It reminds yeah. me of that, which, where it looks really great, and you play it, and you're like, it's all right. 
you know, yeah. it's, it's decent. It, it, it is. It does. It looks gorgeous, but it's yeah. like oh, it's okay. got that Euro platformer yeah, kind yes, of vibe it to it. But yes, the, it you're right, man. The recent, more recent, I guess, Rayman yeah. games. Hey, Rayman's the best uh, platformer on the Jaguar. So, <laughs> and it was an exclusive at one point. Can you For a bit. That? For a bit. Oh, All right. That's it for us. Uh, if you want more of our stuff, you can go to mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Top right corner of that page, you can find the link to our Discord chat. Josh, we don't just give that link to anybody. you no, got to work no. for it. Yeah. It's a way to keep the assholes out. Uh, or keep the assholes in. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, our, it's our walled garden to keep the assholes in. <laughs> right, Fnary? Uh Anyway, um, and uh, where, where was I? Oh, YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace or Twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace. And on all these social medias, you can find us at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Yeah, if you'd like to continue the conversation with me about Rayman and how awesome it is and how the last Rayman game is better than new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, uh, you can always find me at the found me. You can always find me on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. And next week might be a very special episode because very special episode. I don't know. I'm on one side of the country, you're on the other. I don't yeah. know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, yep. till then. Bye. Later's.